Welcome to um, the People's Patriot Project. We've got your six at six and Patriot playtime. It is March 20th. Um, 
gosh, six o'clock Sunday night, where we are every week. Um, I'm Andrea Eichmann with People's Patriot Project. We are bringing you our weekly show slash podcast called We Got Your Six at Six. Every week, we bring you a guest and many times a new musician. We share all the good and not always so good things happening in our world. Tonight's show promises to be an evening of fun and amazing discussion. I think there's food, music, money, something about I don't support team. Anyway, um, first I'm going to ask, however, that you take off your hat and stand if you can and join us for the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance, pledge allegiance to the flag, to the flag of, the United of the United States, States of America. America. And to the republic, the republic for which it stands, stands, one nation, one nation under God, God indivisible, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. for all. Thank you very much. Thank you. This week, we have some awesome guests in the house. We have got Brian Jacobs, chef influencer, founder of Vets to Success, and many other talents that we can't wait to hear about it. And then we are joined by Three Beards, who was recommended to us by uh, Fred Lewis the other day. We mentioned, um, well, actually one of our guests did a little call out saying that we needed some rock music. Um, we do have a lot of country music guests and we've had, we've had some R&B and, and pop music and we had one, um, what's that called again, Mark? Uh, Screamer. Screamer, Screamo, we had a Screamo band. Um, they all come with the influence of veteran and first responder members. Um, and so they will be sharing some new, exciting music. I say new because I've been listening all week, getting ready for this. I'm super excited. Um, it might be new to a lot of our listeners, and I think they're all going to enjoy it immensely. Um, I think we're going to get to know a lot about our guests this week. So I'm, I am I'm totally excited. stoked. Totally stoked. Uh, coming into the show tonight, we had Jack Yoder um, on our our VP3 radio. You heard that. I I got to do the shout out again, and it's it's not going to be our our final intro, but just kind of a little play on our old intro with our new intro. But again, thank you to the amazing Dom Kurz for giving us the just the instrumental track to roll on. Uh, to start the show, uh, it just gave me the holy ghost bumps and just love having the guy in the network. And uh, he's a he's a Texas musician. We need to connect him with uh, Three Beards on there and let them do a little bit of that Southern rock thing that they'd like to do. And uh, uh, <laughs> I think it'd be a good matchup. You guys need to check out Dom Cruz if you get a chance. But we do have Three Beards in the house with us and Mr. Brian Jacobs, who has a resume uh, that just doesn't end, and uh, <laughs> I I've been enjoying watching. Um, he he runs or works in an organization called Revelly as well as well, and um, I've been watching the food he's been putting out. And uh, I'm a food snob. I know no one could probably be able to tell that, but um, I'm a food <laughs> snob, and uh, I absolutely enjoy watching, creating myself. Uh, I have zero professional education in the realms of food but uh i do i do okay it's 
I'm not cracking the can of Hormel very often. That's awesome. Hey, okay, so, gets it, okay, get, okay, gets it done. You know that's what I say. Ah, no mm. such thing as okay. Shock and awe, baby. Shock and <laughs> awe. That's what we believe in. Shock and awe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Andrew, don't let him get started oh my gosh he's got a new toy he's got some new that. voice toy yeah he's wait till the belches and farts come in it's a good time well i think we have to shout out a little bit we've got tammy we've got storm riders in the house thank you storm riders for oh, being here a whole slew of them <clears throat> I think your buddy Pat Cornwell is in the house. Um, we've got Jeff Staves, our um, we've got our neighbor of honor, Jeff Staves, in the house, who is doing some work with us, which we appreciate. Chris Moore, thank you so much. I'm happy that you are here. Jeremy, Tina, uh, Quint, Derek Iozio, thank you so much for being here. Man, we love you guys. Oh my goodness. Um, oh yeah, first day of spring. That's today. Oof, happy first day of spring. I don't think I put oh. that on my list of events. Thanks, Jeff. You're hired. I love here, it. Because a lot of those names were part of a group that we call the Storm Riders. Awesome Storm Riders. Love it. Um, they have such an amazing mission, and it, it's just the tip of the iceberg. But last week we finalized. We are officially uh, their fiscal sponsor and just kind of driving the force forward and getting the tip of the spear nice and sharp and honed to make sure that we are the shock and awe and that uh, people are going to see us, and that's the biggest piece that we're doing it. Um it's, and it's awesome. Hey, did we get into the news yet, or did I miss that whole thing? <laughs> no, not yet. Well, I ha I saw some news. It's the first day of spring. Is Pat Pat's in Wyoming, right? Yes. First day of spring, and it's snowing out there. Uh, he's up there in the. Um, I was going to say Medicine Bow. That's not right. Pat, help us out. It's. Uh, I know the mountain range. It's right there just... on the south side of the Bighorn Basin. Yeah, Wind River Reservation, Wind River Mountain Range. Sorry, basketball. Um, I knew it come to me. Yeah, yeah. Basketball stuff. Much respect back at you, Jeremy. Thank you very much, Tina and Quinn. You guys are awesome. Um, all right. Well, besides for the first day of spring, let me tell you, it is still Women's History Month, and uh, I'm just going to tell you just watch a little TV. There's so much information out there. So much going on. I did actually um, spend the day watching um, women's basketball today. One of my one of my former volleyball players is playing in Creighton um, at Creighton University, and they upset number two Iowa. Uh, so that was pretty exciting. One point, one point. So congrats, Mal, and the breaks. Um, so yeah, just pay attention. Women's History Month. We got we got two weeks left. Um, let's get in what we can to thank all those women who um, 
not just military service, but backing up the military service, supporting the military service, um, inventing things, carrying things through, leading things. Um, I did not mention last week that the 18th, um, so two days ago was National Supreme Sacrifice Day. And that honors those who have made tremendous sacrifices for the sake and the good of others, as well as those who sacrifice their lives every day for us. So we have, we have um, active duty, military and veterans and first responders all in that. Please honor someone who gave the ultimate sacrifice. You can visit with their families, support them, give them a call, and also support those in uniform who place their lives on the line daily. You can visit a local memorial. You can learn more of the names of local heroes. Say their names. That's how we keep their memories alive. Um, there are events that go on this day and week as well. So check those out um, in the name of National Supreme Sacrifice Day. Um, the 21st, so tomorrow, um, Rosie the Riveter Day. We celebrate Rosie the Riveter, and it's appropriate since it is Women's History Month. Um, you know, that's for American women who... Um, you know, went to work during World War II. So when I talk about those backup women, man, oh man, where would we have been without women working working outside their homes for that time? And then March 25th is National Mother, Ma National Medal, easy for me to say, National Medal of Honor Day. And that's observed um, every year on March 25th. It's dedicated to Medal of Honor recipients. Each branch of the U.S. military awards the Medal of Honor to those who have distinguished themselves conspicuously by gallantry and intrepidity above and beyond the call of duty, according to the Department of Veteran Affairs official site. The Medal of Honor is awarded only to military members, and it is awarded by Congress and also known as the Congressional Medal of Honor. National Medal of Honor Day is a time to remember the sacrifices of men and women in uniform who have earned this highest of military honors. So... That's what we have in the big picture news today. Oh, oh, we well, just lost Brian. Oh, yesterday you were involved with the vet or uh, an event with uh, R2R. Uh, tell us how that went. Yes, and I got to do a shout out to Beth, who's in the house. Um, Beth, awesome. Thanks for being here. Um, we haven't played the music yet. I told her to come yeah. listen to the music. So, um, I got invited to be a judge for chili, a chili cook-off yesterday. And um, it was such a beautiful day in Minnesota. I'm pretty sure there would have been a lot more people there, um, even though, I mean, it was a full house. But there was a little bit of chili left over, I believe. Um, I got to judge the chilies. We had this little score sheet. Um, it was interesting to say the least, all the different flavors, tastes, some of the colors. And then that made me think, gosh, how do I judge color when they're different colors? Um, so, you know, I probably thought about it a lot. But um, the top three, the top three were amazing, amazing good chilies. And uh, I got to tell you guys, these from Texas, and then Brian knows about cooking and, and chefery and stuff. And uh, there were beans in all the chili, including the chicken chili yesterday. So... Oh, I, I wish pick. I had that queued up right now. <laughs> oh, say that again, that? Andrea. Say that again. Say okay. what again? What you just said. You're gonna no just beans in the chili. Oh, excuse me. 
I love it. Oh, all the chili had beans. Got you, got you, got you. <laughs> I told you guys. I told you. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. It was fun. It was fun. Beth and Rachel were there and I met some of the gang. And um, this is the group we'll be hanging out with for the ride in August. So looking forward to all of that. Brian Jacobs, have you ever entered a chili cook-off contest? You know, I've judged quite a few of them. I've never entered one. Um, it's I, I'm due. I mean, it's uh, the way I'm cooking. Cooking now is uh, I want to do one because I'm doing everything with uh, fire, smoke, and open wood fire. So nothing's being done via gas. So everything's done on a offset smoker. And I'm going direct to flame now with a lot of things I used would not to. So change the changing the game a little bit, actually. Are you are you hitting on me right now? Not you know <laughs> I, I, I I talk dirty you know secretly you know it's like sublim- <laughs> it's like it's like it's like music subliminal messaging just got transferred through here. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And we'll, I'm sure we got we could just fill the entire time with uh, talking about culinary thing because uh, we could. I personally believe the 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 route to your soul is through your stomach, and uh, I practice that like extensively daily. Yeah. And that's uh, <laughs> I, I I always mention I'm a food stop, but you know you were talking about the like the natural aspect of preparing food. Yeah. And I think that's something that I've stumbled on and just, it makes it so much better. Yeah. Right? It's a different, it's just another level of love that you it's, but the problem is it takes time and patience, which the world is kind of lacking on. So, and uh, for the common person, it's, you know, when I talk about going out to eat, you know, you should go out to eat for an experience. And that's when you can create those experiences, you can't get them anywhere else. That's what's going to make you successful is that you care that much to put into it. So that's what's going to keep people coming back to your house. We launched into the conversation way before I wanted to, but we'll we'll just let (laughs) it go there and let it naturally (laughs) I wish more restaurants would focus on the small plates so you can experience more because that was the piece that you just talked about was the experience. And that's one of the greatest parts that I enjoy with, with my family and friends. I mean, even, Miss Eichmann and I have found a way to, when we go out, we will get something different so that we can try different flavors and different things. And um, no, I experience, and that fits into our recalibration um, retreats or processing. And you don't know what you don't know. And food is one of those pieces that if you've never had a good steak, you don't know what a good steak is. Yeah. And uh Yeah. It's, it's funny you well, bring that up. Uh, we had the, um, I guess they're the head of the American Legion and they're out of Texas. The headquarters post out of, for all American Legions came out and I cooked for them here in Florida when they were doing their yearly rounds. And um, I did a reverse, reverse sear smoked um, tomahawk ribeyes is what I did for them. Nice. And yeah, they were, when I say it's a next level steak, I'd have to, I mean, it's they sit in this like asado approach with garlic rub fresh crushed pepper that's been smoked on them for about 10 to 12 hours and then they get smoked at 100 degrees so they're about one it's about 120 and then you sear them hard you talk about like i texans compliment a steak so when when texans compliment a steak (laughs) i'm doing okay so 
and it was straight hickory, hickory hardwood. So I was okay. I, I felt good that day. Brian, this is going to cause a problem. I'm going to let you know right now. That, hey, look, uh, if you, if, if you got to step away and eat, I get it. I understand. No, no. You know, I have to admit, personally, Andrea was witness to this. We did an event this last October where we had all a bunch of Texas musicians oh, come up yeah. who claimed I made their best ribeye they've ever had. So mm. we were being friendly, man. Uh, mm. I, we might have to. Texas, man, I'm telling you. I'd have I'd have to see you there. I know some guys who make pretty mean steaks and pretty mean briskets. Yeah, me, I look, I do too. Like I, to. I know the guys who trained under Aaron Franklin and in a couple places. Might have stole some secrets myself. Uh oh. So I, this, uh, this sounds this like doesn't get interesting. I mean, I, I'm I got a mobile restaurant. I'll show up. Hey, my address. <laughs> I love it. Let us I know when you do that, too. We'll oh be down. Oh, my gosh. Did you I just hear what he said, Andrea? Why? He has a mobile Can, restaurant. Do you think your mobile restaurant could get to Alaska? Um, It can pretty much get anywhere <laughs> I want it to, depending on how we get it there. That's the goal of it. Right. Any place, anytime. Oh, all right. Nice. We'll have that conversation post-show today. Yeah, uh, but uh, there's an opportunity, <laughs> and this is this is awesome. This is awesome. Um, okay, but I gotta, I gotta here, throw. Brian. You're not the Mark. Oh, oh. There's one more compliment yeah. that you got. Remember? But you were in Illinois. Oh, well, yeah. And he had I, to rescue had another guy. Yeah. He had to rescue a day, and and none other than Chris Turner asked him how some. Wyoming boy could make barbecue like he did. Um, and I'm just saying, he was handed 21 <laughs> pork shoulders, right? 21 pork shoulders and this big pig smoker that was not airtight or even close to it. <laughs> and then wood of a type we didn't know at all. Um, this is not about me and tonight. This is about... No, Mr. but you made Pig. the most amazing steaks. So it's... Not a challenge. It's not a challenge. He just got a great shout Listen, out. Yes, stop it. You're just starting fights right now. No challenge. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, my gourmet right, We're just going to have to. We're going to have to find a group of veterans that need to be fed one day and all end up at the same place. We need and, to be uh, fed. I volunteer that group. And you know what? That's the funnest part about what we have been getting to do. Is everyone that we've had on our show, and not everyone, but we've found a way to connect with them in some very natural meeting across the country at some point, sometime, someplace. Uh, I was talking with Three Beards Group uh, uh, prior to the show. We're we're going to be down in Texas at the end of April uh, for the Chattel Foundation uh, event, and uh, hopefully there's a chance that we can rub some elbows and just uh, get together and and hang and. I know that there will be some bands playing there, but I don't want to step on anyone's toes or anything, but maybe if everyone was in the same place at the same time. And Have you guys heard Shannon Book? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Shannon will be there. He's so. just right up here, uh, uh, Hill Country, right? Yeah, yeah. So exciting <laughs> stuff. Well, I was going to say, Brian, don't, hang tight. Um, we're not done talking with you. Oh, but okay. uh, I'd like to introduce the, the crew of three now do you guys go officially by three beards band or just three beards three beards three beards okay. but, our, but our website's threebeardsband.com so but okay that's, that's where i got it stuff is hard 
That's where I got. So I put it on the promo, and I apologize. We want oh, to get no worries, right because that's what people will, will Google. So sure. Awesome. I think we're the three well, company, so it helps to separate it. We're so excited because uh, we've always said when we launched, uh, we got your six and six, uh, Patriot Playtime. That you know our favorites were always when the bands came on or the musicians came on and played live. Uh, because it seems more natural. We get to hear the influence of the artists, and so we're excited. Tell us about your story, how you guys got together. Right on. Uh, well, first, my name's Hank Barb. Uh, over here, this is John Eric Delzerta, Marine Corps. How you doing? Desert Storm, first one. Julian Menchaca, uh, retired 20 years, started first class, Army, uh, Desert Storm, Iraq, first one. Xavier Valadez, we went to middle school together, uh, and he wasn't in the military, but he's played some shows with us, supporting those everybody. Uh, and I was in the Army for a little while. Marines, too. I was in the Marines and then the Army for a little while. Uh, but I I, uh, I was a, a medic when I was in the Army in the 3rd of 325, Fort Bragg. And then I left there and went and became a flight medic. And so we did, like, search and rescue and medevac stuff in Iraq. Uh, and I did that uh, during the initial invasion of Iraq and uh, <clears throat> hurt myself doing something dumb, you know, not in trouble, but uh, it wasn't bad guys that hurt me. It was, it was me. Uh, ended up getting medically retired. Uh, struggled really, really bad for a while because I felt like I didn't really have the mission that I had before, you know, because uh, like being a medic in combat, that's like life or death stuff, right? Uh and then when I got out, you know, all I had to do was go to work. You know what I mean? And nobody's going to die at work. You know, uh, nobody's going to like, it, it just didn't feel as important to me. And it messed with me. I felt like I was less than I was. Uh, and so I started trying to hurt myself. And I think a lot of that was the mental health medicines. They were still trying to figure out stuff that helped. And they put me on this stuff that uh, my friend Boone Cutler used to call this uh, a zombie cocktail. Right. Uh, and man, I hurt myself pretty good. I, I, I broke my neck. I broke my shoulders, my hip, uh, tore my diaphragm and my liver went up above my heart. Uh, and then they fixed it. And the VA made a caregiver live with me. And uh, I'd sit around the house playing the piano or playing with the guitar. And she drug me out to this open mic one time because she was tired of me sitting at the house complaining. And uh when I got up and played, I think I played like uh, James Taylor, Fire and Rain, right? And uh, it went so well that I think within a couple months I was on a record label, you know? Uh, and now here we are later, you know, we get to play all over the place. We, we played at the inauguration, you know, uh, in 2017. We've got to play parties for NATO. Uh, right now we, we have a song that's been in the top 100 like in America, like top 40 radio charts for two weeks now, you know? Uh, so right now things are going pretty good. This is about 10 years in now. Wow. Um, well, first of all, with you, brother, we're with you. Um, and that is um, <coughs> an important part of the, the post mission is is finding our brothers and sisters who have kind of 
not come all the way home. I mean, last weekend we had the Kim Dunnett band and uh, they made a, a song after one of our shows one night that it's called come home. And a lot of our world doesn't quite understand that there, there's when you go into the military and I'm not sharing this for the people on the panel, I'm sharing this for anyone else who's listening. Um, you, you're going in as a 17 to 21 year old young man, young woman who knows everything about the world until they realize they don't know everything about the world. And they're following a stringent process called the military is what it's called. Um, It's rigorous. It's emotionally abusive in a sense. It's, uh, but it's to create or make you into a soldier. That's, and that's not meant to be abusive. It's meant to train you. Um, And at the end of it, of that training, you get to go into combat. Um, Not everyone gets to, but a lot of our brothers and sisters do. And you get to lose a piece of yourself every day you wake up and you see something that doesn't necessarily fit in the natural mold of what we get to do as we walk down our streets in in the United States. And I say United States because uh, we've got some countries that are in conflict right now that They'll get to deal with some of that trauma. They'll get to deal with some of those exposures that uh, make life not very fun. And so um, I'm so glad you found your way, brother. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're with us. I'm glad you have your message. And uh, keep sharing it. We're here with you. And we're here to support you however we can do that. And make sure that we get the word out so we can uh, get some other brothers and sisters committed to to being with us tomorrow. So thank you so much for that. Thank you. Well, do you have a song that's going to fit into that, or are you going to go with your own stuff now? Uh, we do. We we actually uh, do Blood Makes the Grass Grow, right? So uh, we actually wrote a song about combat. Uh this is going to be the first time we've played it together in a, few, in a little while because we've all been to the winds. We're just waiting on uh, Xavier. Mm-hmm. Uh, this song, uh, it's it's basically about being in the infantry, right? Uh, and you know, there's some lines in it. Okay, let's go. Which uh, let's go is a three two five airborne infantry motto, right? And uh, when it goes into the the chorus, you know, it's the three two five, three two seven, and then. 
Fun. Is there a story behind it? It's just that was a cadence when I was in, you know, they tell you that in the history, hey, blood makes a grass grow. And that's like, yeah. Uh, and uh, just I kind of came up with that little riff. And uh, and then these guys put this like magic stuff behind it and it uh, <laughs> felt like a cadence, right? That's where that blood, blood comes from. Mm -hmm. I love it. Fun. I like it. I love it. Blood is have you noticed how many of the cadences have become mainstream in other songs lately? Absolutely. Well, they are uh, starting to grab on to it. <laughs> we want to do too. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. No, I awesome. mean the songs that we want to become mainstream that are like have cadences. In Absolutely. No, 100%. Let's get it out there. Let's. Uh, <laughs> uh, We'll get it up on WP3 Radio as well, and uh, we'll get it out there so people can find it, and uh, we'll post the heck out of it this week. Um, we might have uh, lost some of our viewers tonight because of some copyright infringement stuff, but we'll get past that. So we'll figure uh -oh. out. Um, <laughs> I think. Storm Riders, we love you, <laughs> but that might have been the, well, Sony's not happy with us right now. We, we got some messaging that. I oh, think that, yeah. I, I've had, uh, we put a video out, which is out right now. It's called Thinking of You. Look at it. It's on YouTube or go to our Facebook page and see it. Uh, but it, that's our song that's on the radio right now. And it, uh, the first thing that YouTube did, I released it on our band's channel, right? But as soon as it happened, copyright infringement. It can't be monetized. And I was like, what the heck? Well, and, I, and it was just because our distributor said, oh, no, we pay him. You know? Yeah. So... Because it's on our, our radio and we are monetized in royalty paying, we do get to do that with our, our podcast as well. We'll make sure and you so, support media base because we get points for that. 
Yep. Oh, a hundred, a hundred percent. Yes, you do. Uh, and uh, podcasts actually bring in a little bit more in than uh, than spins. So we we make sure that's that awesome. Because that. we were we were number ninety six uh, on the media based top forty charts last week and ninety nine this week. So like so we're happy. Like we we want to do better with it. Like the the song that's on the radio is our least favorite song on the whole album. Right, but oh, it's well, that's radio promoter and our producer were like that's the one. <laughs> well, we'll make sure we get uh, as as much as you want us to load onto the station. We load it all, and uh, mm-hmm. we make sure it gets on there, and we spin it with all the other veterans. I mean, we've been luckily been able to drop like five musicians' names since we started this thing tonight, and nice. and we'd like to continue our relationship with you guys, <laughs> and we're not done with you. Uh, I'd like to bring Brian back into the picture a little bit again. And uh, you're attached, connected, and working with many organizations. Like I said, the resume is pretty long and thick. Um, tell me about where your heart's passion is, what it got, where we got. I mean, you're a chef. Yeah. And, uh, we actually tried bringing you on the show last year's Super Bowl, and then we just realized that probably wasn't going to work out. And uh, <laughs> Not a huge deal. Um, yeah, because you guys are kind of busy during those times, aren't you? Uh, you know, it just uh, if, if it's one thing, it's another. That's what I'll say. I mean, I, the, you know, not only that, but the ideas don't stop and the, the give back doesn't stop. And, you know, the impact in lives doesn't stop. You know, that's uh, primarily where it boils down to. And that's kind of, you know, I've had to do some soul searching and really understand uh, where I'm taking not only you know, me as a business owner, um, but where, where my truth lies within business. And so that's a, a self-reflection that has really paid off. When did you, when, when was the first time you learned to cook or when would you say, this is something I want to do? You know, it, um, you know, it's still, it's, you know, back eight years old, I was just chosen out of the, the best mud pies in the driveway from all the grandkids. And, the granddaddy was a, a chef, World War II chef, actually, and he uh, started there. And then, you know, my dad was a Southern Georgia boy, and so I started with some good old, you know, food from there, good old food from Carolina. And granddaddy was German, and so everything had gravy on it. So I was uh, a really um, well-fed child, I'll say that, and uh, definitely did not need floating devices to survive in the pool. I'll put it that way. And um, it, uh, you know, it just became a passion. I started learning where food came from. Uh, we grew our own food. We, I, I forged my own food. I went to real cattle farms, pig farms, chicken farms. I had, um, I had a culinary raising and uh, that was a, a big deal. And that kind of really is what changed my passion in food and how I want food to be portrayed through what I do. That was really awesome. Yeah, it's an art. And, uh, it's amazing when that art makes you feel good on the inside. And, yeah. Uh, I, I, I've been watching. I've been watching from the start, and uh, it's, you're one of the ones I like to tune into and see what you got going next. And you provide this opportunity for other vets, don't you? I do. I do. Actually, you know, you know originally I was known at one time as H3 FMF Jacobs, um, Navy Corpsman, uh, OIF, Invasion 03, went back in 05 with Ambar. Um, and I was with Second Line Reconnaissance Battalion out of Second Marine Division with Task Force Tarawa, did Battle of Nasseria, which uh, today marks our 20th anniversary. 
uh, or getting close to the 20 year anniversary um, of us invading Iraq. And um, it's uh, pretty interesting, you know, for a lot of guys who went over and did the Nas, um, you know, they still have the Battle of Nasserie of survivors that come back and hang out once a year. And the, the list is getting smaller. I've actually never been to a reunion. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a weird, I don't know, to hear a reunion after combat. It's a tough thing to think about. And, uh, you know, this really all started uh, cooking and, you know, where I'm at in my life. You know, I, I kind of got my purpose in darkness. I lost my younger brother to veteran suicide um, back in Memorial Day weekend 2014. Marine Corps veteran himself um, served with me in OIF-1. We did the invasion together. And uh, unfortunately, both of us, he did, the, he did went back in 05 as well. And both of us just got out and unfortunately we hit the ground, not running. We just hit the ground and uh, it happened to fall into the biggest pothole, much like I hear from my other brothers who doesn't matter where you were, what you did when you got out, your purpose just wasn't there. And um, it, it was something I struggled with. Like, I, you know, and I'm not to, not to say it's good to hear that other people struggled with it, but you don't feel as alone. Uh, knowing that that struggle was purposeful and to see other brothers and sisters succeed and find their talents in music or art or whatever they found purpose in. Um, it's, it's invigorating to, to say the least. And so, you know, I, um, I just, uh, I went, I signed up for culinary school. I was actually homeless at the time. And um, I decided to go to culinary school. I signed up. Um, I didn't realize then what I knew now, and then that was, you know, you know if you, ch- you know, don't don't chase the money, and you know it, that will come. You know, chase the knowledge, and that's mm-hmm. what I've spent my life doing since 2008. Is chase the knowledge, and the money will come. But then it's turned into something uh, greater than that. After I lost my younger brother to veteran suicide. I uh, decided I wanted to change lives through food, not just the people who are eating food, but the people who are creating it. So mm-hmm. started a nonprofit in 2017 called Vets to Success, which is dedicated to the habit and behavioral health reintegration of homeless, displaced, and second chance veterans who are your not so shiny stars. We've extended it to their families. So I'm like the Navy Federal of Help now is how I like to say, and because uh, it's veterans and their families. So it's kind of my, my little play. But um, it, it's grown into a company, um, a business now. Uh, we retrain those veterans as chefs, bakers, brewers. We're eventually going to get in some bigger things. Uh, right now, we've turned into a catering meals company. We're going to be operating as a catering company called Reve, which means dream. And the, the, uh, the newest concept, which is our mobile restaurant, mobile smokehouse concept called Delivery Smokehouse, which is founded based off the shirt you're wearing right there is getting back to love thy neighbor, back where food should come from, back to taking care of the community, that a business should be doing good work at the community, and we should be breaking bread together and doing the things that we love to do and making a difference doing what we love. Whatever happened to that piece? I really think that's a piece that we're missing in America again is when you got together in those community events and you – the, the block would come together and do a barbecue together. I, yeah. Get back to doing that, people. I, I don't care who your neighbor is. Go break bread with them. And I, I promise you, this nonsense we're listening to on the news and all that will go away. I promise you it will. 
yeah just get yeah, to we, know each other that's yeah we we're, we're a mobile restaurant concept um i i'm being a chef you know i want to i get so confused about why pick a spot and pray about it and hope that you know someone provides no i'm gonna i'm just gonna take food and my purpose to the world instead um you know i'm taking what we love to do making an impact and using kind of marine corps military strategy and invading a city we i've taken an M35A2 and retrofitted into a mobile cookhouse and behind it towing a market 85 trailer right now. And then we're building the mobile restaurant out right now. It should be about six to nine months out uh, for total completion. It's a, we have a 22 and a 44 that pops open it and looks like a restaurant unfolds like a transformer. And we can set up at any place at any time and meet any need. Um, looking at this as an opportunity, not just for myself, but to inspire and give other chefs the opportunity to to do their their tricks of the trade, show forth what they can do, and then once you invade a city, you win the hearts and minds, you make good work with the community, you set up a brick and mortar like a base, and then you go invade your next city and go do the good work. And uh, it. yeah, it's you know it's I had to look back to look to, I had to look back and say what worked, and then go forward with what what it should be doing. My head is just spinning a million miles an hour right now, only in the fact that I, I love the collaborative process, and I just uh, I love putting people in the same place at the same time to have the same passion. Um, I do feel there's an important piece, and I, I hope this doesn't infringe on your your personal space. But what was your brother's name? So my brother's name was Kevin Jacobs. Um, I lost him. Uh, it was Lance Lance Cooley Lance Cooley for Life Club. And uh, so it, it was. It, it was interesting because I was a Navy corpsman, so it was. It was. I was a doc, and he was the the Marine, you know. And everybody would always say, "Call your call your brother, so we can find out what's wrong with me." So, and he was over in three seven out in the uh, out in the stumps. So it's kind of funny. He's like, "Call your own doc." He's like, "They like you better." I'm like, "All right, I'll deal, I'll deal with it." Well, we're with you in that, and we know that's something you will never get over. And uh, yeah, um, we just it's important to say their names, uh, Kevin Jacobs. Uh, Thank you for your service. And um, I appreciate so that. With that said, uh, this is an important time to remember to reach out to your brothers and sisters. Uh, it is a buddy check. It is. Uh, don't don't sit there and put it off. Don't say I'll wait till tomorrow. Literally reach out to your real brothers and sisters. Literally reach out to your combat brothers and sisters and have a conversation. It only takes a high sometimes. It only yeah. takes high. How you doing? Thought of you today. Uh, take the time to do it. This is your buddy check opportunity. Um, what's your it's favorite important. dish to, that you make? Oh, man, that's, you know, that, I think that's my least favorite question. I got to tell you that. I know. It's, <laughs> you know, it's there's my nothing, least favorite, too. I, 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 I love to cook. I mean, I can do pastry, bread. Um, everything I do is from scratch, though. So I have my own sourdough base. I make sourdough breads, brioches, buns. Everything comes from, like, like life. Um, I, I really have this mad respect. I ferment my own pickles, ferment my own vegetables. Like I'm kind of almost it. like, a, uh, I don't know. It, I, I'm mad about it. It's super passionate. It's like, it's kind of like writing music. Like every note counts, every little piece counts. And like, this is my orchestra. And I, and I present it in a way that people get, get to feel that vibe from it. I like to put people to sleep not in the physical sense, you know, like I don't want to choke you out. Maybe sometimes I do, depending who you are. Um, but for the most part, I like for you to take the night-night food. Um, so it's super important to me to give people an experience that they're never going to have again. And 
this is where I, I got rid of gas. I said, you know what, if I'm going to cook, I'm going to do it in a way that challenges me to be a better person. It makes me work harder. It makes the people around me, you know, look to see what they can, what they can hold me to accountability better. I mean, I can go and turn the burner on and put something on fire. Cool. Now, when you're dealing with wood and you're dealing with smoke and you're dealing with, you know, it's a different beast. You're inspiring me just in the conversation because it is a, it's, it's a place where you can grow and, uh, it's always. a place that you can always add on. I wouldn't tell you right now, you got me beat on the on the bread stuff. I, I don't have the patience for bread. I probably beat it up too much, and, and so that ends up getting tough. And, and well, that's, so that's, that's what made me do it, right, is I, I wasn't good at it. And I think uh, so many times that we, we limit ourselves, especially in food, is this is what I'm good at. Well, go do the things you're not good at. Because that little bit of accomplishment is going to make you do something in life that you're not good at. You know, I use, that's what we do in Vets of Success. We use food to help people trans, you know, kind of jump that curve of how do I fix myself? How do I get my good ingredients back? How do I get rid of my bad ingredients in life? And I put good ingredients back in it. How do I source those? Because once you start doing that and challenge yourself in food, you go out, oh, I can do that. Okay, go do this in life now. You know, and it's it's been least to say it's been interesting i mean i had a veteran not long call me that was two years ago street homeless just bought a home thanksgiving and that's that to me is i mean as i tell people i couldn't save one life but i've saved 44 you know in countless other families so you know god god's put this purpose in my life and i'm just going to share with anybody who's got a spoon and a fork and willing to take a bite how many how many this comes in different forms. So how many people do you have in training right now? Uh, right now we're about to relaunch a class. So one of my biggest issues is what I found is, so if we can bring brothers and sisters together and put them on a new mission and put them into a new fight, I've got to maintain that integrity of that new platoon. So we created delivery smokehouse for that purpose. So when you come and eat sure. with us, those men and women that are back there cooking and putting their time into the smoke and fire and learning that trade are that new platoon. So what I used to do is hire them out to Ritz Carlton's and this place and that place. And what I started to see is almost, and I hate to call it combat stress, but it was because they were in chaos and they were, weren't able to keep composure because they didn't have their brothers and sisters on the same fight, same mission. And they would come back and they would regain composure because the guy left, right, front and back had their six. So I said, you know, I've got to, I've got to create something instead of just educating and training these ladies and gentlemen to hiring them and putting them back in the mission. So when we launched Liberty Smokehouse, which would be about, about 34, 30 days out. So the, I've done all the body work on the N35A2 myself. Uh, I've, I've gotten her, she's still running. She's about to be painted. We're about to get her certified. The trailer's about to be finished up. And so we'll, we'll go back to mission at the same time. That way, while we're training, we're educating, we're paying, we're hiring, we're bunking. We're now, we're a whole element. We're a whole combat team. So it's a little bit different of approach, but um, I I just, I didn't want to see. It's the holistic. It's really what needs to be done. I mean, I'm sorry. This For all the organizations that are out there, if you're not taking the people out of their element and putting them and giving them full support, and that was Andrew talked about that earlier, it's the full support that makes it happen. It's the relationship. It's the boots on the ground. And it's having the conversations that are tough when, you know what, I really need to 
we need to get this mill out, but I can see you're struggling. But can we? And I don't know how you handle that or manage that. But uh, it's the it's the constant contact, right? That's what that's where we lose, right? Is that if, when you're in active duty, you always have somebody who's monitoring you, and it could be a PFC that holds you accountable, even if you're a corporal, because you're like, oh, corporal, you you know your bed wasn't folded right. You want me to get it for you? It's a, it's a it's always a buddy check without even knowing that there's a buddy check. And so we're in the same thing in what we're doing Liberty. There's a rank system, there's time and grade. It's the whole military repossessed back into a body that gets it. They understand service, organization, structure, and they want a purpose to serve again. And so we're going to do that based upon something where we can all have a piece of the pie, no pun intended. I love it. Well, and you're part of a team. And that's exactly. that's really is a, a military concept with going down to squad platoon and you know company. Uh, yep. You're part of a team, and if one person's not doing their job, you're not you, your group is going to falter. Um, exactly. So I love that. I love every part of the accountability. I love every part of how you're you're approaching it. I knew I know it's not something that came right away, and that you no. readjusted and fixed and put it back into place. I love it. I love it. You got to you got to just fi- fire for effect, is what they say, right? <laughs> uh, we are now, right? We yeah. are now. I love it. Um, let's bring these guys back in again. Three beards. Hey, man. I love hey, it, man. I, I actually, Brian, that's awesome, man. I was listening I to that. It, and the thing that I like the most and that, that make like, that resonate with me is like, they're training with these guys, but then they're also working with these guys. So like you said, they're not learning something, then getting thrown out with people that, because that's terrifying, right? It is. Then, you know, some people they might have to pick up some slack for it. Yep. And that's the way it is in a platoon and in your family. Exactly. Right. So exactly. So I don't think that it's, uh, I don't think it's, I think it's awesome. Uh, I and I it, yeah. that I'm actually the co-host of this show called do good. Mm-hmm. And we go around uh, and we find people that are doing good okay. and we monetize. We do this for YouTube and we're working on some syndication stuff. Me and my friend, Justin Roberts, uh, no greater love. And uh, what you're doing sounds like something I'd like to talk to you after this about. I appreciate it. Support you a little bit and maybe put some eyeballs on you guys. That's awesome. I definitely appreciate it. Yeah. Uh You know, the the sole purpose really, you know, is about accountability. And I think we, we have a personal standard that we, we let go of when we leave the military because we don't recognize the reflection in the mirror anymore and we lose that accountability. And then we, we lose what it means to serve. And then we go, why am I here? Um, Unfortunately, I, you know, my younger brother went through that and that's when I lost him Memorial day weekend uh, and it was, you know, so I asked myself that question and actually what happened was that I went to this thing called focus out in Missouri and, uh, this, and it was for wounded Navy corpsmen Marines. And I went out there for this kind of just this camp and I met guys from one, two and two, eight when I was in Nas. And so it was interesting. So I'm around my brothers and out of nowhere, this Marine comes up to me and he goes, Hey, he goes, what are you going to do with the gift of your brother's death? And I, he looked at him and I'm like, Whoa, 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 Whoa. This is, uh, this just happened. <coughs> Um, and I was taken back by it to, I, I thought I was insulted at first. And then one of the other focus counselors came up to me and said, Hey, you know, he just lost his son last week to suicide. Hmm. His son was a Marine. And, uh, so he's here doing something with that gift and he goes, he's doing it because he loves you and he cares my, about you. So my, my brother, uh, was Air Force SP. Okay. And he killed himself when he was an active duty, my younger brother. I'm sorry to hear that, brother. I know that pain all too well. Uh, so 
So man, after this is all said and done, let's link up and see what see what we can do to help you guys. Definitely, man. Definitely. And I'm I'm thinking Great. about coming out. I'm thinking Great. about coming out to uh, Troubadour Fest, by the way, um, which is in June. So I don't know if you guys are going to be out there for that at all. Well, right now, uh, me and Justin have something really massive that's about to happen. We're probably going to make an announcement about it in a week or two. Cool. Uh, it's something that we're trying not to put out publicly yet. Uh, but we might not be in the area until around June. Good to go. Awesome. Well, um, I'll find you guys on you guys on social media, correct? Instagram and all this. Uh, yeah, our show, the show is the show is called uh, Do Good. Uh-huh. And if you Google Do Good Army and Hank Barb, Do Good Army, Justin Roberts, it'll pop up. We've got social media stuff. Uh, and you can kind of see what we're about. And I can, yeah. yeah. But, well, we can pass all information in post show here too when we Definitely. when we wrap up here. So, uh, Hank, what's your brother's name? Uh, my brother's name was Kirby. K E R B Y. Our hearts and thoughts. Thanks for your service, Kirby. Um, awesome. And again, this is it, it's it's so fun doing what, what this is doing. Only in the fact of the connections that we get to make every week. Um, for some reason, you know, again, we were supposed to have Brian on uh, for the Super Bowl a year ago, and it just wasn't in the cards. It, it needed to be tonight. And so yeah. um, I'm glad God, that uh, we're all here. Yeah, we're all here. We're all doing what we need to be doing, and uh, we're at the right place at the right time. So yeah. what do you guys got next for us? We got a – Hey, uh, <laughs> we, we we have a fun song called Aces and Eights. You guys ready? Aces and Eights. Yep. Hit those <clears throat> All right, ready? Here we go. We're outside. It's cold. Let me check my tuning real quick. Yep. That was it. All right. Aces and eights. Take on a run before they find what you've done, man. Call the sixes and the eights, and if they catch you, you're dead, man. So take on and run for you find what you've done, man. Cause the snakes and the snakes, and if they catch you, you're dead, man. <laughs> Wrong, but you better get gone, man. So take on a run before they find what you've done, man. 
shot man. Get out of the state or it's a date with the hangman. Yeah, I love the tune. You guys don't have fun playing that, do you? (laughs) (laughs) Terrible. You don't get no better than that. This is what. There's so much that I hear going on, but you guys are just calm doing your thing over there. And I'm like, where's that coming from? Where's that coming from? Where's that coming from? These guys, you're all there. Good. That's what it is. The magic. That's amazing. That's amazing. I did put a little post on. Uh, I'm laughing inside a little bit because it's cold. Um, I think we almost hit 60 today. And I saw people laying out in their backyards getting the suntan today up here. So It's still too cold for that here. <laughs> what What is the temp down there right now? Uh, it's probably about 60 now, right? Hills, hills. We got all these machines on us now that'll tell us. Yeah, but it's the wind. Yeah, it's the wind. Yeah, nice cold wind. It's fine. What's uh? Guys are good. Where where can we find you guys? Where are we gonna? Where's our uh, where's our audience gonna find you? Any place that you stream music, uh, Spotify, Pandora, Amazon, YouTube, YouTube, you name it. The radio. Radio. Leapy Three Radio, and then uh, we have a new album that's coming out. Yeah, iTunes, Apple Music stuff. Uh, we finished an album kind of last summer, right? The end of last summer, and we just got the masters back, and so that's about to be coming out probably within the week, a week or two. It should be up on on streaming services. But that album's called Blood Makes a Grass Grow. That's awesome. 
we know where that comes from. We know where that comes from. Well, uh, like I said, uh, we'll get that all set up on WP3 Radio as well so you guys can hear it there as well. Um, what's next for you, Brian? What's uh, What are you working on and where are we going next? Um, you know, we're launching the mobile restaurant concepts. Um, that's about six, nine months out. Uh, the Liberty Smokehouse, um, Lady Liberty herself will be launched for the next 30 days. Uh, Bet's Success will relaunch Tampa. And uh, from there, we're we're hitting the streets and making people happy through food and changing lives, doing it at the same time. That's uh, that's what's next. Awesome. Awesome. How can we support you? You know, uh, you know social media is always great. Um, you know, Chef Brian Jacobs is a personal chef. Um, that's my, my food network stuff I do. And then, um, you know, Delivery Smokehouse, Bet's Success on all the channels. And then Reve will be, Reveille will be named Reve. Um, for the dream and uh, doing some cool things. Got some really big uh, weddings booked that are some really uh, cool people. And uh, there'll be some live things with that. Um, can't release a whole lot, but there, there's a couple things nope. being released that uh, I'm pretty shocked about. If you would have told me this 10 years ago, I'd be doing these weddings. I'd be like, no way. So, <laughs> so, but uh, yeah. That's the exciting it. piece. We, we stumble on that quite often in the fact that there are conversations that the world's not meant to know yet. And uh, yet. as much as I like to run out there and say, hey, this is what we're doing, it's uh, sometimes you got to keep that little nice little <laughs> thing right there in your hand. And I'm going to let it grow up bigger. Yeah. And uh, yeah. we'll get it out there for you guys. Yeah. I just, you can I, digest it. Yeah, a peek in. I'm like, yep, you're good. You're good. Okay, okay. <laughs> I get it. I'm not trying to be secretive. Just... Uh, the whole world doesn't need to know about it yet. And Not yet. I, I totally get it. Yeah. Ah, well, and we hit our hour, and we did a great job and great. But I still want to hear our third song because we lined these guys up to do three songs, and uh, yeah. I want to hear it. Definitely. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, yeah, give me feed into it. Can yeah. Tell them about the story. So, uh, in 2011, when my brother killed himself. Uh, that was kind of, of a trigger event for me, I guess, right? And I I mean, I was doing pretty well. I was a football coach and a high school teacher. Uh, and then uh, that sort of set everything off. Uh, so I I, uh, I wrote this song about kind of what PTSD felt like to me. And I wrote this after I tried to kill myself. Uh, and so like the opening line is uh, broken steel, twisted glass. I could smell everything burn over gasoline and grass. Tell what you did. Yeah, I, I so I hit a telephone pole going about 60 miles an hour and I knocked it down and I knocked the one next to it down and I broke my neck, I broke my shoulder, my hip, my ankle, both my ankles. Uh, my, they I tore my diaphragm and my liver went up above my heart. Unfortunately, and, he broke everything except his spirit, <laughs> which kept but, him living. But uh, they, 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 uh, they actually, I'm a CPR survivor and uh. The reason that the police, when they showed up, they just kind of let me go because uh, I was going to the hospital during CPR and they were just surprised I was alive. Uh, it's like God had other plans. It was the hand of God, right? But he was really mad at me for doing something stupid. And so he just slapped the hell out of me, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I was in a coma for four days. Uh, but uh, what do they say in Monty Python? It got better, right? So, so, so I, I started doing open mics and stuff like I talked about. 
but this song right here was the first one. This is a song about uh, kind of like what PTSD feels like. <coughs> you guys ready? Yep. Thank you. 
so much truth in your your mission, brother. Thank you for thank you for being here. I mean, thank you for being alive today. Um, this is, I mean, I don't know what your live day is. I mean, I, mean, I want to celebrate that every time I get a chance August, to. Um, August 11th, 2011. August 11th, 2011. August 14th. August 14th. You'll figure it out Wednesday. Yeah. I hit my head really hard. <laughs> yeah. No, I get it. I get it. Um, the more we get this message out, the more that we get this uh, – continue to do this the the more people that will hear that and and will reconsider at least for a moment uh, give me a day that's all i say give me one more day uh reach out I, I can guarantee you everyone that's on this panel today uh anyone that's in the the wp3 staff um and the 180 other organizations that we affiliate with across the country take time and reach out. Just take the time. Give me one day, one conversation. Um, I, I'm, it's, it's what we do. And that, that song is so fitting because I heard the, the hum, the come home message in there as well. Um, and it's time to bring everyone home and all the way home. Amen. And so, um, thank you. I, I, can't tell you how many times I've been moved by the message that we hear and it's it's so important it's so easy and it's thank you all remember the people's page project is an opportunity to serve it is if you never had the chance to serve because of a number of reasons we've heard it you know I had flat feet I had asthma I had this and that well uh, it's time to stop talking about them be about it there is a chance to serve those who have served uh, and also those who have served, if you're looking for an outlet, uh, we have oh, <coughs> of opportunities. Um, Brian, I can see has opportunities. Uh, Three Beards, they will they will sing to our souls and make sure that we remember every day. And uh, we will, but I promise you, if you reach out to any of these people on this platform tonight, uh, we will get you in the right place at the right time. It's what we do. It's... Uh, it's part of the mission. Appreciate that very much. Absolutely. Um, check them out again. Remember, if you're listening to WP3 Radio, you're helping our veterans. You're helping those that have served. And uh, check Brian Jacobs out and all the worlds and things that he's doing. Um, we'll make sure our posts are updated and that we've got all the information out. You guys hang around for the post show so we can continue to collaborate. That's the best part of our show. We don't let everyone else get to see and be a part of, but uh, it's a part that we enjoy the most. And so, uh, with that, Patriot Pride. I'm not fast on my fingers right now. We have a little bit of Fuck off.